Hey everyone, this is Jeff from the Cyber Pro Podcast, back with another episode today. My guest's name is David Santana. He works for a startup company that does some really cool stuff, so let's talk about it. Uh, question number one, Davis, in a few sentences, can you please share with our viewers a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yes. So um, my, my name is David Santana. Uh, I, I work in sales for a cybersecurity company that focuses on safely connecting people to um, to, to the to the work that, that to their work. Uh, it's called Ciolo, um, and, and that's being done regardless of platform or network. Um, and now as far as my role is is uh, to prospect new potential business partners, customers and other cyber professionals that uh, align with our go-to-market or see how we can extend value to their organization. Awesome. Sales. Love it. And it's a topic that we talk about quite a bit on this <laughs> podcast because uh, a lot of us are technologists by trade. Like we're really good at developing products and services that are compelling. But mm -hmm. part of our issue is that we're not really super good at sales. And like most um like most things, there's a lot of competition out there. There's a lot of mm -hmm. noise. So can you share with us, you know, what it's like to be a sales professional on top or within the area of cybersecurity? What makes that difference? And how do you help to identify the problems to start that conversation? So um, to, to start off, uh, it, it is a bit challenging being in the in the space. Uh, but but one thing that I'm learning and, and from, you know, not only uh, expanding my network on, on LinkedIn and listening to podcasts and things like that, um, the research portion is very important. So knowing who you're speaking to, um, what their challenges might be, what problems they're trying to solve for, understanding all those different um, aspects super important before even diving into the conversation. And of course, um, you know, from, from another, another thing that I'm also gathering is, is especially when speaking to CISOs or, or um, folks higher up in, in the, in the food chain, um, it, it's important to paint a picture or story um, so that it, it, it leaves a more compelling message. It resonates a lot more um, and, and it gives you an opportunity to be able to uh, speak to whatever value that you may be trying to extend. Nice. Listening to mm -hmm. podcasts. I re highly recommend that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so you talked about something very interesting, which was telling a story that's compelling to the client. But right. in front of that, doing the research that's needed so that the story is compelling and doesn't yeah. seem like you're washing and rinsing and just repeating the same script. Yeah. So as you're doing the research, on a potential prospect before they're even, uh, or, or uh, you know, a potential client, how do you go about that? Like, what's the research entail? How do you drill in so that you get those relevant bits of data that you can then implant into a story? So, um, uh, for for starters, um, LinkedIn is a great tool. Uh, I'm, uh, I often see if they, uh, if I find something on their profile that that either might highlight a, a certain industry buzzword, or um, we have some internal sales tools that we're using as well that uh, give us some insight. Um, it's not always up to date, but it gives us some insight on some potential technologies that they may be running, 
um, as, as well as, um, you know, some insights as to what, what they might be focusing on. So whether that's uh, cybersecurity, MFA, um, identity-based access, whatever may have you, you know, whatever that might be, uh, it, it gives you a little bit of a, of a head start as to, you know, where to potentially drive the conversation. So then I think that where my mind goes and probably a lot of the viewers, okay, so you find a little bit of information about the client, the company. Right. At some point, you have to make first contact. You've got to dial into the CISO or the CTO or somebody who's high enough up that they're going to be able to quickly assess whether or not to have a further conversation with the engineers in the background. Mm -hmm. How do you make that connection? And when you actually get to talk to this person, how do you handle that? So, um, you know, first and foremost, you also want to ask very direct questions and, you know, questions that uh, are very open-ended and just, just to understand what, might be some potential challenges or, or roadblocks that they might be experiencing, understanding that pain. Uh, and, and once I get a sense of that, uh, I'll try to listen in to, um, you know, certain indicators that might give me a, a, an idea around what might be the current state of, uh, of their environment. And depending on what that may be, um, you know, if it, if it gets a little too technical, I may then suggest to pull in a, a one of our cybersecurity experts to be able to, or subject matter experts to be able to speak to that a lot more in depth than I could, because uh, I'm, I'm definitely not the one handling those type of conversations. That's that's a little bit outside of my pay grade, um, even though I'm, I'm more than happy to speak to it at a high level. Um, and, and, you know, that's, that's something I'm still working on. Uh, it, it's definitely a fun industry to be in right now. Um, so it's, it's very exciting just to be, just to have the chance to learn something new every day. Okay, I love it. I'm going to ask you one more question on that. So you talk mm-hmm. about that first conversation. Many salespeople would agree that that is actually the hardest part. Getting that first phone call, that first meeting, that first connection with the person who actually has the answers that will help push it forward or not push it forward, but actually getting the time on their calendar and getting them to listen to what you have to say and, and, and ask the questions that you want to ask. How do you go about getting those conversations where you're getting their dedicated time and attention? Talk about that. Well, as far as getting, uh, well, first and foremost, you want to make an impression enough to be able to, um, you know, deserve that time because obviously, you know, especially when speaking to the, the, the CISOs or, or, or the um, information security leaders, um, oftentimes they they have their calendars booked as it is. So the last thing that they want to do is take up a meeting that potentially may not align with whatever it is that is ongoing. So definitely don't want to um, be be uh, impeding on that in any way. So you want to be respectful of their time first and foremost. And then um, beyond that, uh, you also want to. Um, articulate some sort of pain um, and and addressing a potential problem that they're looking to solve and and potentially even describing what um, you know your technology may be able to do to help with that 
and, and and that's something that that you know I, I often come across and sometimes it even helps to um say hey listen um it, it sounds to me like this this may not necessarily align at this time um i'm more than happy to you know keep the connection going just to uh keep that relationship but as far as you know extending any value to your organization i, I feel that it may not be a right fit um and and oftentimes you know people respect that and and are more than happy to keep you in in the loop um just in case something might pop up in the future so um it, it's it's all about establishing that relationship first and foremost and then um once once that respect is earned then um when when it makes sense then ask for that time i would say i know that's a long-winded ask answer but uh um, that's pretty much it in a nutshell i would say yeah. Well, it's a long-winded answer, but it's a good answer, right? So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna call you out, but I'm gonna ask you one more question on that, <laughs> right? Because look, I, I, there are those of us like myself where we've been on uh -huh. both sides of the table, right? Like uh -huh. I used to work for a big company, and I was the guy who's trying to get the meeting. On the other hand, in my last startup, I was the guy who was the person the sales folks were trying to get at. So I've sat on both sides of those tables. Right. So my last question to you on this one is, give us a nugget, like coming from the inside, trying to get the attention of that prospective client. Mm -hmm. How do you do that? Because it is so hard to get their attention. We all know that. How about a nugget? Um. Well, for, for starters, um, one thing that I've been employing on LinkedIn is just starting up genuine conversations um, with people. You know, maybe I might see something in their profile that catches my attention that I might be able to resonate with them with um, and starting a conversation from there, um, which will then naturally transition in, into something related to, to their role or what they might be experiencing um, internally. And, and once that opportunity arises, then, you know, I'll start to probe a little bit more understanding what, uh, what what's currently ongoing in the ecosystem, um, seeing if perhaps there, there might be any issues related to identity or with uh, legacy systems. And then from there, um, you know, I'm, I may I may just um, present what what we have to offer and seeing if there might be uh, some synergy to to uh, book some time. Very cool. Very cool. Davis, I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. I got a last question. It's a fun question. Mm -hmm. uh, share with us a piece of retro technology that always makes you smile. Ooh, that's a, that's a good one. Um, well, I'm, I'm a 90s kid. So if, if I had to pick one specifically, I would have to say the Super Nintendo. Um, I, it takes me back to, to the Super Mario Kart days and and um, and just the game genie and and whole bunch of other other titles that I, I can't even think of at this moment. But um, uh, Super Mario Kart was definitely one of my favorites, and and I just have great memories with that. Davis, thank you again from a sales perspective. We appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. Thank you for watching the Cyber Pro Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't miss out on new podcasts and bonus content.